0: Happy birthday to me. That's all I got. Hey, that's, that's is, it. It. is it your birthday? No, it's
1: not <laughs> your <Okay. laughs> You know what? We will take that. That's, okay. that's it, Dad. Thank dude. you very much, man, for opening up the show with a little happy birthday tune.
2: <laughs>
1: Jim. We are back at Carrick Hall.
2: Yes, yeah, back in the old boardroom. The old boardroom, the big, massive, brand <laughs> new old boardroom. The old six-month-old boardroom. <laughs> the old one, yeah. And we are going
1: to talk, uh, um, I guess, uh, one of my favorite four-letter words in construction, HVAC. It
0: starts with an H. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you
1: got nervous there, Dan, for a second? Yes. <laughs> no, it
0: no it's not uh, that kind scared. of show. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> so we've
1: got Dan here from Tropical Heating and AC, www.tropicalheatinghvac.com. That was easy. That was easy. <laughs> that's, all you're right. that's, <laughs> that's all you get. That's <laughs> it. That's all you get. I got Jim on the other end there, and uh, let's talk a lot about HVAC. But before we do that, I got a little construction history. Oh, now he's got his history.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs>
1: I got a question to ask you, Dan. Just before off mic, you were saying that you know you don't expect GCs, so that's Jim and myself not to know what you know regarding HVAC. So I want to know. Can you tell me when central heat and air was invented?
0: Uh, I believe, <laughs> I, be- I think uh, Mr. Lennox invented heating. No, eh? Mr. This, Carrier? This is, this is going way
1: <laughs> back. This is going uh, Massachusetts, 1816. That's when someone first invented a central heating furnace, gravity type, uh, later commonly seen. And it was said to have been invented in 1835 officially in Worcester, Massachusetts. Hmm. I didn't think it was that far back
0: boiler or four stair this was a
1: four stair system a central heating furnace is what they they called it so in the 1920s kitchen stoves were the source right
0: fireplaces
1: Uh, yeah when did does become commonplace it was 1830s it became a commonplace and that was in london and it was march perkins the Hmm. one that came up with that in britain and then I also want to ask you guys, when was uh, air conditioning? When that, did it first That
0: was out? Carrier that invented the air conditioner, wasn't it?
1: I don't know if it was Carrier, but it, it, they don't tell me who. But it 50? was based 70, 1970s is when it started really kicking in, and it was post-World War II. But it was 53. That's when it officially yeah. started. right? And then, who actually invented the first underfloor under heating system? Now we're going way, 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 way back.
0: Underfloor, so we're talking about like a, the Romans and the Greeks. With that's the exactly water. who it yeah. was.
1: The Romans, go. man. They're the ones that first came up with it, distributing heat lines from underground fire. And that's how it got beneath the floor. Interesting.
0: I didn't even know there would be a test. So <laughs> I would have studied.
1: It's not yeah. a test. It's just some construction history. So <laughs> we want to get a lot more HVAC going. So Dan, over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the business, how long you've been in the business.
0: Uh, my whole life, Tropical Heating and Air Conditioning's been at it for about 30 years now, over 30 years. Uh, tropical Heating's myself and two brothers that uh, own the company. Boy, we would have been working for Jim for over 20. 20. Oh, yeah, I'm saying 25. Wait, so 20. is, it, yeah.
2: is it three siblings here?
0: Yeah, three oh, brothers. Three siblings are all doing HVAC? All doing HVAC. And the sons now. How did And yeah. the sons are doing it? Oh, yeah. How, How did our, that all happen? So I was uh, cleaning my neighbor's pool <laughs> when I was 19 years old, and he knew I was finishing uh, high school, and he asked me what I would be doing uh, after school, and I said nothing. I had no idea what I would be doing, and he offered me an apprenticeship in uh, refrigeration, so uh, I started working uh, 19 years old in the trade, for for dairy Contracting, a DCR. They're still around. And uh, my fourth brother, who's not in business with us, still works for them. So the whole What's family. What's he, a plumber? Uh, heating. He's yeah, in heating he's right. too? Yeah. Separate business? Separate business, production housing. So we're more custom homes, renovation okay. type work.
1: So how does that first go at it when you're doing the apprenticeship?
0: I was refrigeration apprentice uh, doing production housing and it was very uh, just slap it in <laughs> haphazard. there was no rules. learn on the job. Uh, that's how air conditioning was done back then. It was
1: How long ago we're talking uh, about here?
0: Uh, 90s Yeah uh, boy, 40 years ago now. yeah
1: yeah. Are you guys the same age?
0: I'm about to turn sixty. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: youngin, still youngin. young.
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: So that's how it was done back in the that's day. That's why I was
0: singing "Happy Birthday." <laughs> I? Ah, I got it. <laughs> got
2: it. Sixties the new forty. Just so you know, man.
0: <laughs> hey, well, I'm. I'm a. I'm, I feel like I'm thirty, but until I walk by the mirror, then I realize I'm not <laughs> anymore.
1: So the brothers are younger, older. Where? What number are you?
0: I am the youngest of the of the ones in business with me. So but we're all a year apart. We're Italian twins even though we're not <laughs> Italian. <laughs>
1: what exactly does that mean, Italian twins?
0: <laughs> I I I don't know. So, mom and dad were really good. I don't know. Any Italians listening, they can send me a DM and just let me know what
1: exactly (laughs) that means because I've heard it before, but I don't know what it means. But now the kids are getting into it.
0: So, uh, who's who?
1: Like every one of you guys and the sons are getting into it? Our
0: sons are getting into it, yes. Uh, My brother Bob, who runs our service departments, got two of his boys. Stephen's working in the office, Curtis in the field, and my son Nathan's uh, in the business, and Dave's son. Trevor's in the business. I'm trying to
1: picture family get-togethers and what you guys chat about.
0: Heating and air conditioning. (laughs) Remember? (laughs) Remember when
2: we did our little? We were doing a little filming and we had the whole family. The whole family Family was was
1: behind us. I know. (laughs) I I just realized that. Yeah. So that's the whole family was there
3: working (laughs) on their hands and knees (laughs) in the basement.
1: That's where the Italian. Uh, It's the whole familia. That's what's going on there, there, (laughs) right? Okay. So uh, you guys are handling. Why
0: HVAC? Why did you guys go to HVAC? Because I had a neighbor in the HVAC That was business. it. That was <laughs> the reason why. That was the whole reason. Uh, so, yeah, obviously I enjoyed it. They went off and did other stuff, and then uh, finally they needed a job, so uh, they came and worked for Deary Contracting, and then eventually we wandered away and started doing our own stuff.
1: HVAC has changed a lot, no? In 40 years? Or has it? Uh, has it changed?
0: Some parts of it, the sheet metal really is the same thing, but the equipment's quite a bit different because of efficiency ratings nowadays.
1: Energy guide and all this other stuff, right? Yeah,
0: so everything's very, very efficient, high efficient, um and a lot of the stuff we're doing now is hydronics as well and some of the higher end houses with uh radiant floor warming and snow melt systems uh, i've and...
1: always been a ho- i want to get into all this i want to get into forced air and radiant and snow melt i want to talk a lot about those details i find it really interesting that north america is the only place i guess in the world that does forced air am i wrong on that or is australia uh, does forced air
0: i don't, I don't know travel enough to, okay to I, th- know. I, th- I, th- I think is well it?
1: all of europe is radiant is boilers Close. Is that
0: because they don't need air conditioning as much? As oh, that's Douglas an...
1: units, right? So we're all coming yeah. from Asia, but that's how they handle their AC. But I know that forced air as a as a system is a North American system.
0: Is it really a, yeah, like a North it's, American it's, it's
1: not a European. It's not an yeah. Asian. Uh, I think there is forced air in Australia. So it's just, a, I thought it was interesting because what would you prefer? What do you have in your house, Dan?
0: A forced air ducted because you have to have air conditioning. Yeah, and then you want to be able to control it. Nowadays, you got zoning systems, uh, so you can really can control where uh, you send the forced air to and what temperature you want it to be.
1: So gone are the days of walking down the basement is freezing, going upstairs to the bedroom is hot because of the
2: summer and all
1: the it AC. It doesn't
0: have to be that way anymore. And no. these guys insulate the houses so well. It's easy to control uh, where you're sending the heat to.
2: But you know, saying that the the zoning that we do, not everybody still does
0: it, right? No, that's really a high-end home, like a custom home. That's not even part of, of the thing. building code. No, not no. at all.
1: Like an R-2000 doesn't even request that, right? No. Which is we no, all no, no, agree. No. Probably no, doesn't back then. No, 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 no. I don't think no. they do. No, uh, OBC, I don't think they, it it just, it's, and what is the max? It's like 3,500 square foot house, one furnace, depending on the size of the furnace. But
0: you you can get up to 4,500 square feet now. 4,500
1: square feet on one furnace? On a single furnace. You're pushing that air from one location on a 4,500 square foot house all the way to the furthest locations, really getting that air? The house that we uh, did
2: for, for me, a couple of years ago, we did it with Owens Corning and everything else. So we did it, you know, sealed from the outside. And um That's and where the, the benefit net, is the net zero rate radi- it ready. Yeah. No, originally we had the house with design was design was with two furnaces, and then we redid it. Dan put one furnace in, zoned it all. The house was thirty eight hundred square feet above, and then I had to walk out in the basement was another two thousand. So let's just say a fifty eight hundred square feet of living space. Wow. And how big was that thing? Eighty thousand?
0: Yeah, I think it was a hundred thousand BTU furnace. 000. But it's modulating You're these right. days, so it's How never... many zones
1: did you create?
0: We just did two zones. Okay. Um, we so did basement
1: a... and main floor, one zone and... no. Yeah. Oh. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah.
0: then a designated trunk line For uh, goes all the way to the attic and does the upstairs from above. Again, because of spray foam, you can now uh, put ductwork in the attics and not worry about ice damming and other things yeah. that come with that heat loss going through an attic.
1: You guys have to seal, paint, seal all your ductwork before it gets spray foamed?
0: Yeah, that's code now. Yeah. So what well. are they asking
1: for? I, don't, I I haven't done that yet, that system yet. I've done the hot roof system before where you actually yep. spray foam underneath the uh, sheathing and not the attic space. Yeah. But what are they asking on the ductwork? What's the thickness of foam? Then?
0: They're just asking for R12 on the ductwork, even if it's not a hot roof, which to me is wrong. It that seems to higher. Is
1: low. Yeah.
0: We always insist on R20, two passes, at least R20. Because
1: an our or sorry, a hot roof, you're asking for, isn't it R50? Is
0: or is it R30? 31?
1: R31. Sorry, 31. R31. Yeah.
0: On a hot roof, yeah. Yeah,
1: so then they're asking for R12 on the ductwork? Why, duct why not ask R31 for the ductwork?
0: I think they're going to change that code because it does seem wrong.
1: Do you know, are you familiar with my, like I'm um, Jim, are you familiar with uh, the national versus the Ontario building code? And I've always joked about, it's like the summer and winter Olympics. It pretty much is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're always two years behind what they're doing in the national and, and the national is not applicable when it comes to anything that's being built here in Ontario, Toronto. And you try to bring up good ideas that are in the national and they won't even review Look them or them consider here. them. Right right so is not kind I'm of so. is it frustrating for you for the inspection when they come in or they just
2: no because we only we have to deal with Ontario right
1: but if they're doing something smart on the national side and why can't we impl- and we know that maybe in two years it's going to be implemented in the Ontario building code why not start doing it now
0: we are on, on Jim's house but year. you guys we are doing are. that's what I mean that's You're, our
2: standard is what we just talked about a little while ago about being an option with all the zoning we just that's Remember when we were talking yeah. to Rob, Yeah. he even said, he goes, you know, the last guy that quoted, you know, it was X amount of dollars for HVAC. And I knew, you know, when I went with Jim that it was going to be more, but this is why it's going to be more. And you. How much more are we talking
1: about here? Like, let's just apples to, and apples. Like, to put a zoning system in a house? To put a zoning system.
0: Would, four to five thousand dollars. But a,
1: an HVAC bill generally on a five thousand square foot house is generally what? 50, 60 K?
0: you're going to be 35 plus all the extra bits yeah all the extra stuff right and yeah.
1: so you're adding 10 percent more to the budget to create a yeah. zone which is going to make a much more comfortable home
0: i liken it to my dad and uh when he got air conditioning in the car we used to always say why why don't we have air conditioning on our car and he'd go because you can roll down the window why would you <laughs> need air conditioning yeah. in your car but as soon as you put an air conditioner in your car, you, now you can't go back. Now you know why you need that. So zoning systems are the same. Jim will never live in another two-story no. house without zoning and a thermostat in the master bedroom. So he can make the master bedroom cold as he wants on a hot summer day.
1: You think it's ever going to get to the point like cars where you've got the passenger and the driver
2: and you can control... Either side of the bedroom. Well, it's kind of, well, I don't know about that, but I mean, I mean, you kind of you're kind of doing that now with this, the main or the main floor and the second floor.
1: You are. You're totally doing that. Yeah. And you're uh, technically speaking, you're supposed to make your bedrooms cooler at night when you're sleeping, right? You don't want it to be
2: a high no, temp at night. It's whatever you're. It's whatever comfortable you with. That's right? all it is, right? Yeah.
0: Control. Just you want to have the ability to make it whatever you want and. Your personal preference changes day to day as well.
2: New subdivision homes are are a little different, right? I mean, we're doing custom stuff, so everything now is like ten foot ceilings, you know, nine foot. That's ceilings. huge that, volume that's, in a that's room now, volume. and that all has to be taken into account for. Yeah. Right?
1: So, and then you got to try to educate. Like you guys, you guys are doing all the HVAC designs. Yeah,
2: all,
0: we'll, we'll do, we'll uh, do yeah. the layout, I mean, and then we'll give it to an HVAC designer does permit applications. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, a lot of times we'll get drawings from the architect, and they'll have their guy do it. They'll get the permit. <laughs> we usually just put soon, it there, There's a couple HVAC engineers, designers that we already know of that we don't like how the <laughs> systems work. <laughs> so we just basically just crunch it up and throw it in the garbage, and then Dan comes in. He'll usually come in after we got it framed and then look at the whole place and then they'll design it, you know, cause then you'll know, okay, where do we want to bulk in? Where do, you know, do we tell them? We don't want one there. You know, how, how can we, we can run it? it right?
0: Yeah. The original design's a guideline and yeah. and then once we see what we're working with in the house, we'll move everything around. and redesign I, I mean, it.
1: but I've seen inspectors really stay strict. To that hvac design once it's got that stamp on it they're like ah it's supposed to be exactly like this
2: but but we get our own stamp
1: we yeah you'll have to yeah you'll have to trump that's their stamp originally yeah because once you get on site things change framing changes stuff changes so you might also find a better route to run certain lines but I, i mean i also i'm surprised that a lot of you guys don't even do four inch lines anymore right
0: no uh, small i haven't a seen washroom.
1: anybody do a four inch line i think the smallest is five right five inch six and then, inch but yeah. most lines are six inch
0: yeah to keep yeah. it quiet you gotta uh, make put the ductwork in a little bit larger and then it will keep the system quiet for you so usually people say to me i don't feel any air moving around my house how come i don't have any air velocity uh, i just ask them are they are they comfortable? And they go, yeah, I'm comfortable. Well, don't worry about blowing <laughs> air. You're,
1: you're not trying to play, like you're not trying to build a Maxwell stereo commercial here. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't need that kind right. of velocity, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you want it to be quiet, don't you? Quiet system, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want to <laughs> hear the jet way. engine <laughs> <laughs> coming through the ceiling. Well, they got high velocity systems yeah. now in some of the, and the you can uh, row them. housing, and they're noisy. It's, so what exactly
2: uh, is a
1: high velocity that's got something to do with water doesn't it
0: uh, no it's just air they're going to force more air through a smaller duct
1: through like a three inch right uh, oh. two and three inch, inch. Three what's inch. the purpose of that
0: the only thing yeah. i can think of is to keep cost down and really that's it it's not um, the way you should be heating your house it works well for air conditioning if you're just adding cooling to the attic and and you can just put in a high velocity cooling system in like a attic. space back space back so that's basically so
1: exactly. uh, what are they three inch holes or something no they're two inch holes two inch holes yeah
0: yeah but they're insulated pipes so it works out to about a four inch round pipe so i don't think they really save that much space
1: would you prefer that over the ductless units because i'm not a fan of how pretty the ductless units look in a house
0: ductless units are strictly spot cooling you've got one room uh, that you're just trying to air condition and You're not worried about the rest of the house. You got a home theater, and you want to just cool it uh, when you got 20 people in there for Super Bowl party. You need a ductless air conditioner, but um, other than that, they're not recommended visually. No, don't look. I have yet
1: to meet a client who actually likes the look of a ductless unit. No,
2: they're horrible, and then on the outside, it's even worse. Yeah, because you're (laughs)
1: running all the line sets, right? Yeah, and the drain.
0: Like you say, that's um, a European kind of thing. It's Those a completely European thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, all well, all the homes are concrete, most of them. Yeah. So yeah. they and they're boilers, and then but they still have to deal with AC because it gets warm.
0: Yeah, but they're not a four thousand five hundred square foot house. No, that's no,
1: a, they're a lot smaller, right? Yeah. I actually recently, we just had one installed by an HVAC guy who's, um, I don't know, I call him the butcher. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> There's a few. There's a lot out there, there. <laughs> yeah. But we, we actually ended up not going with a, spa, uh, um, a ductless unit on the wall. The client found one that went into the ceiling. But I've never seen that. It has four louvers on it. It's basically like this big pancake, like two foot square.
0: Cassette, yeah. Yeah, it's a cassette. Yeah. Like yep.
1: Are they any good or what? Because we haven't even seen it operate. I don't even know how it's going to work. Same application. Same okay.
0: Everything's the same. It just looks different. That's all.
1: There's like an eye on it as well, like a camera. It detects people or motion or something like that.
0: That's really oh, yeah. high tech <laughs> It was really weird. One yeah, corner
1: has this camera on it, right? And I'm like, what's that looking at? What's going on here? And it's supposed to detect motion and what's going on. Because there's and four it And it, I haven't seen it operate yet. Hmm. And we're going into winter now. So I, I, I won't, Probably won't it see it, it until like the what, spring what or room something.
0: did they put that in? In like the what? master. In the master bedroom.
1: Because yeah. they didn't have any more walls. Uh, yeah. All the walls were taken up with stuff.
2: Jesus. If
0: there's but a lot of motion uh, in there, that thing is going to be going true. off and on.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. I won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah, Might be I quiet.
0: Can, <laughs> you can't look too pretty on the ceiling in the master bedroom either. It, it's it's okay
1: looking. It does look very commercial. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, it's f- almost flush to the ceiling. But it, I guess like, they went that route to get rid of the look of the ductless unit, but now it's,
0: it's still look. there. Yeah. It's yeah. still
1: there. That's the thing. And it's right at the main entry. So as soon as you step into the room, it's right there. And it's kind of weird. So
0: It's ideal for like a renovation. Uh, if they, they just want to make sure the master bedroom is going to be cold on the hot summer day, it'll do that. I mean, it'll, it'll work well.
2: Yeah, And that's facing south, the back, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. I remember now. And then and it's, it's got a pocket glass. door
1: entryway. And so it's actually pointed into the hallway. So it can feed the back of the house where the office is. But right. you'd have to leave the doors open for that any of that air. And it's it's easily a 12-foot throw. I don't no know attic. how much. There's no attic, right? There's no attic. Flat roof. So it's literally up. I mean, we had to carve out. No inspections are listening to supposed right now. But <laughs> we had to carve out some of the foam to make it fit. Because it's just it was yeah. way too tight, right? We were dealing with... Uh, yeah, uh, 2 by 12 uh, TGIs, and then there was a slope on it, so there was an extra 2-3 inches of there, but then we still had to put the R31 and then put the cassette in there, right? Wow. So I don't know how it's going to work. We'll find out in the it's summertime.
0: A new build or a renovation? This is a
1: renovation, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what they're good for, right? You'd okay. squeeze them into tight spots and... Well, it was a bungalow,
2: pretty much a new build up. Yeah.
1: I mean, a yeah. few yeah. walls a... were left, that's all it was, but technically speaking, it's a rental. Yeah. It's not a new build, but... all Right.
0: Right. I always try to put the proper amount of ductwork in the proper spot and make sure you're going to be comfortable without having to supplement with a, a ductless system or a high velocity or anything else, right?
1: Isn't it better to, I mean, even though if you go radiant and you're choosing to go that way, of heating things still have a, a, a furnace to, to, to take care of that AC requirement. Yeah, you have to have well, that
0: ductwork. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And you still have to have your your HRV, you still have to move air in the house, so filtration, you, all that humidification. Stuff. Otherwise you're just putting an air you're putting an HRV but then you also have to run all your lines to the HRV when you can actually use your furnace lines yeah.
0: at the yeah. same time. So we get people asking about quality of air these days, right? Uh, with the covid going on, filtration, humidification, uh, and then they're going putting radiant heating systems in their home. You still got to move air in the background and clean the air and, and uh, cool it or temper it, HRV, bring in fresh air. Uh, so you're, even though you're doing radiant heating systems, you still got to put all that ductwork in for that other stuff that's going on.
1: But a lot of homeowners don't realize that there's a lot of servicing that goes on to all these machines. Like those HRV filters, I remember having a conversation with a client, they didn't even know that they had filters there.
0: Yeah. And not- those
1: filters are supposed to be cleaned every what they say three to six.
0: Uh, if you did it once a year, once we'd a be year, yeah, yeah, a really? lot of people we'd ignore be it <laughs> completely. Uh, I was told
1: three to six, but you're saying once a year.
0: If 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 you did it uh, every, every six months, that's probably what the manufacturer wants, and then would will go once a year. Your steam humidifiers require canisters be changed out in them, and they're two hundred and fifty bucks each, so yeah it adds up pretty quick and they're even the filters that are they're not one inch thick filters anymore they're four and five inch thick filters that, for the hrvs no for uh, your furnace Furnaces, yeah. filters yeah, yeah. They're,
1: they're like travel cases now man yeah. they're huge now remember but they
0: should be i mean yeah. you gotta get uh something about four or five inches thick uh just to do anything as far as cleaning the air goes so but dad um, just
2: talk a little bit more about the the steam humidifier because a lot of people would just look at the old drum style, you know, not everybody puts in a steam.
0: No. and no. You know, It's better, right? Uh, oh, way better. It's yeah. way better, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, they The old, uh, what it's now it's part of the problem is the, the square footages. So you're right. getting up there 4,000 square foot home with a single furnace, uh, the old uh, flow through humidifier is not gonna make it. So, uh, you put in a steam humidifier and, and it'll be whatever humidity you want it to be keeps your uh, all Jim's houses got so much crown molding and finishing in them that all starts to crack if you let the house dry out so steam humidifier is now really important on some of the bigger houses
1: we just yeah we put them in that same project there it was the first time that I ever got a chance to take it yeah yeah so I haven't seen it operational either because the butcher's still working on it right so I don't know <laughs> what's going on there <laughs> He doesn't listen, but the homeowner listens, right? So, Good, good. <laughs> I just call him a butcher because he just has no regard for drywall or framing or anything. Like, you know, you could he could be chapping away at a LVL and not realize, oh, yeah, I can put my duckboard through there. I'm like, no, you can't.
0: You've got our, uh, my phone number, right? If you never <laughs> need uh... <laughs> I do, I do. But I just, yeah. So the
1: thing is that you guys come
0: in first because...
1: Um, my basic theory, what I've learned is you make, or you need to make the biggest
0: holes. Yeah. We always want to be first in, and then we're respectful of the plumber's drain lines. Because that's the second
1: set. guy yeah. that comes in, and yeah. he's got the second set of big lines, right? Yeah.
0: And so. His shit goes downhill, so his it's <laughs> very important where his lines go. So that's the most important. We stay out of his way for that, but yeah, we want to be first in.
1: So where are the culprits in homes that are like when you're building new homes here, where are the failures when it comes to drafty homes? Because the, the purpose of an HRV is to have a designated area, two spots where air, fresh air comes in and stale air goes out. But who's where are we failing when we build homes? Ceiling of the homes. The windows, the protrusions, right? got to be.
0: Yeah, around the, the windows are the end yeah. plates in the basement, but now the spray foam in the end plates has really yeah. done a good job on that. But um, again,
2: not everybody does that, right? No. You're not going to get that done in a um, in a subdivision home.
0: No, not at not all. That's track yeah. a right? Not on production housing. It's all cost-driven, so yeah, they're a little more uh, air blowing through them. When you get into the Custom homes are really tight builds, and the HRV is like uh, having a window open. That's your fresh air, so they're really important that you're introducing some fresh air into the house.
1: And then do you guys also get involved in doing the whole blower air door test and get all that stuff we, done. And get we the... did that on my house when yeah. we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Show the results, and because you can actually, uh, it's really funny. I just I got a message today. I, I can't remember his name, but uh, a contractor from Sweden. He just discovered the podcast, and he was like saying, "It's good to hear that you guys have the same problems that we do in construction." But to be honest, you're building envelope. You guys are about thirty years behind us. Oh, probably. I know, and I totally agree with him, right? And, uh, and he was like, "Keep up the podcast. Keep up the information. We I, I love listening to it." And it's I, I love that someone there that's building a little better than us uh, is reaching out and, and taught and listening to the show, yeah. right? But they they are so Canada is not. Are we better than the u.s i don't know are we building better than the u.s i'd like to well think. we're
2: different climates too right i mean in different parts for sure but i think you know getting the uh the new net zero ready program is you know that's pretty much our standard now and it does cost a little bit more but at the end of the day it, it's so energy efficient like it's it's crazy. It saves a little bit more oh, in the you end. Know, I, spent, oh, yeah. I spent $1,100 on gas in 14 months. And that was 14 months was on two winters on that house that we did.
0: Wow. It's, I've actually been told that uh, I, I have to get my head around the fact that smaller units are doing bigger houses because I'm always thinking you need you know a, a five ton air conditioner for you know 5,000 square feet. And nowadays you're, you're building them so tight that you don't uh, you don't the need R that value. No. So the designers are these plans are coming out and I'm questioning them every time, Is that enough air? Is there enough ductwork going to these locations? And yeah, if you build the house that well, you don't need to run as much ductwork or put in these big giant systems. I got
1: a question for you, Dan, since you're an HVAC guy. Why is it that you don't use duct tape on duct work? We do. Duct tape?
0: (laughs) Not the cloths. No. The metal tape. No,
1: the metal tape. (laughs) Yeah. The metal tape I love. But why is duct tape not used on duct work? Hmm. I've always it asked an HVAC guy this, <laughs> and this is the response that I get all the time. So who does who calls it, or did they just call it duct tape? That's all it was. I, I, th- I think it's probably. <laughs> Maybe just, it was used just, on
0: ductwork years yeah, ago. At one time, yeah. But it, it dries up and it falls off. It dries out. up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, So we. Use you prefer the, the tape. tape or the paste?
0: Uh, you're you're gonna paste the. I like to see the corners all pasted yeah, and yeah, the round yeah. pipe all taped.
1: Yeah, because what's the theory that you lose how much?
0: 20% of your air can be lost out of a loose system that hasn't been sealed up. So 20%. Yeah, and if you're doing zoning systems, you really want to make sure the air is going where you'd like it to go or um, you just air leakage out of the system can be a problem. Even with the insulating, it can start to condense at these all these leaks as well. So.
1: And what's the theory on the elbows? Every time you put an elbow on, you're adding an extra 10... 10-
0: about 15 feet 15 yeah. feet. Yeah. I thought it was 10 so feet. So you don't want to stack elbows on top of each other. So good duct practices go a long way when you're trying to deliver air a long way in these big houses too.
1: And then am I fair to think that if you're an HVAC, you should never be a one-man shop?
0: What do you mean by Like I a
1: one-person uh, trade. Like there's lots of trades on the job sites that are one-person trades. Like a trim right. guy can come in and be a one-person trade. Right. Sometimes even plumbers can be one-person trade. But I think HVAC should be a team, should be a crew. That's what I... I don't know how else you would do it. Yeah, we
0: always send out crews. I'm, yeah, I'm, It's pretty rare. I, I don't like to send a guy out by himself. Just by himself, right? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe if you're a tech, yeah. that's about it. No, right?
1: tech and servicing, that's different. But actually yeah. installing and you- setting up a system and everything like that, it should be more than one person doing this job, right? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. You
2: need I, somebody holding...
0: You, when you get into the big duct work, too, you yeah. need two guys just to wrestle the piece in place. And the safety, you're working off ladders. You don't want to have a guy by himself on a site. That's for sure. But there's a lot of aspects to our job. It's not just sheet metal. I mean, there's venting. There's gas pipes. Gas lines. Yeah. Every, everything we touch, everything. You guys, uh, wiring, you guys sometimes power. get the
1: dirty looks because you basically touch everybody's trade. You, you guys we got do. you got to hook up the power which belongs to electricians, but you guys are allowed to do it, right?
0: Yeah, on the air conditioning, the outdoor units. Uh, yeah. We're working with 240 volts. We're licensed there. Gas piping uh, to all the appliances as well as Water. The, the heating. Touching the, the plumbing, Plumber. the yeah. venting uh, of the appliances. And then we get into all of the uh, controls as well. So it's a bit of air. Home really.
1: automation. Now yeah. you guys are stopping on their toes, right?
0: We uh, try not to interact with the home automation. We've had battles. (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: Okay, so where's the. Okay, so you got all the new tech that's going on with HVAC now, the whole systems now, how it's all Wi Fi. And then, okay, so thermostats are supposed to be at what height?
0: Do you have a Wi-Fi thermostat in your house?
1: Do I have one? No, I still have uh, an old school beat up Honeywell thing that sometimes pops off and the system's off and then I got to (laughs) push it back on. Uh, Yeah, that's that's what I have.
0: Everybody wants a Wi-Fi thermostat in their house, but I'm not sure anyone uses (laughs) it. It looks great. It's pretty cool on your phone, but I'm not sure you're, you're going to your phone and changing the temperature in your house all are the time. Are you talking
1: about the, the Nest ones or EcoBee's? Nest
0: or, or has a slick system. They're, yeah. they're pretty nice. So. Yeah.
1: So what are you guys using mostly? You guys are using Linux, right? You do everything. Linux. yeah. Lenox. Yeah. Lenox. yeah. Like how often should you be changing a furnace?
0: How often put in a new furnace? Yeah. A furnace should last you 20, 25 years. And that's it. Uh, if you're maintaining it correctly, yeah.
1: And that's that one service call a year, or is it more than one Generally
0: time? once a year. Some of our clients will want to see us in the spring as well as the fall, uh, but usually you can come in once a year and, and air conditioning mode and check the furnace and the air conditioner all at the same time. As long as you're keeping the filters clean, as long as the homeowner has some sense of what how to switch it over from one season to the next.
1: Yeah, I've always told clients that it's like, listen, the mechanical room, it should belong to the trade. Let them do the servicing. Let them to come, like let them come in twice a year, if not more, and just take care of the filters, clean this up, check it out, make sure everything's all good. So then you guys don't get into that pinch where all of a sudden it's a really cold night, minus thirty-five, and the system goes down for whatever reason, right? Yeah,
0: an emergency. It's it's good to have a professional set of eyes looking at it. You're going to spot stuff that uh, other people wouldn't notice.
1: Don't you like those clients that park all that stuff in front of your furnace? And around it that's and on what, top of it. That's
0: what the space is for. <laughs> Golf <laughs> clubs and skis, isn't it? Suitcases.
1: Yeah. All <laughs> kinds of boxes of everything.
0: Oh yeah. And yeah. then when you show up to service it, they, they act like they didn't know you were coming or oh, they yeah. would have cleaned the room out. Right? Oh, wow, how did all that get in there? Yeah. yeah. No. Or the, well, or be... they put the cat uh, litter I mean, box. I think mechanical right
2: rooms it. mechanical rooms nowadays have become like, you know, if you got a guy that's kind of somewhat mechanically inclined he'll bring his buddies down the mechanical room yeah have a look at it because you got all got all the gas pipe nice and yeah the manifold and then if you've got you know radiant you got all that and the manifold and all that stuff there it looks
3: pretty impressive
2: i've
1: seen guys put diamond sheets plating yeah on the walls over the plywood yeah and i'm sure you appreciate this dan is that plywood the mechanical room That's yeah. all we, we do now. not need drywall in no. the mechanical room we yeah. need plywood
0: put up plywood paint it all gray yeah and yeah. then let us come in and, and then put, and put all, all your all manifolds all it. your
1: brackets yeah. line it all looks up beautiful.
0: it looks great clean
1: organized right. and brightly lit yes. not the one little chain
0: pole ball <laughs> not that
1: anymore man like have a few lights in there to light up everywhere
0: yeah, it's really, a, uh, after your kitchen, isn't it the most expensive room in the house?
1: Should be. You should, should be.
0: You should be showing that thing off, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. That's true, actually. If you think about it, yeah, when you put everything together, the, the actual furnace, the AC. Yeah, it runs the house. Yeah.
2: yeah. You, you know, know, we always say the kitchen is the heart of the home. Okay, maybe this this heart here, but yeah. the actual, you know, real heart that pumps all day long is the mechanical room. That's yeah. the thing that keeps it going, right?
0: For sure. That's the problem. If you're if you're comfortable in your house, you don't say anything that's expected, and uh, as soon as you're uncomfortable, uh, you yell and scream <laughs> about that HVAC guy doesn't know what he's doing, right?
1: But that's generally the rule of thumb. No, <laughs> that's how <laughs> it works.
2: I want to talk about um, manufacturers' standards because you and I had this conversation last week about you know BTUs will work. Let's say let's talk about snowmelt. That you know the manufacturer will say. Would you say about 115 BTUs per
0: per square foot? Like, if you want to melt snow, we, when we first started melting snow you know, 20 years ago, we were using a standard of 105 BTUs a square foot, and it would kind of work. <laughs> uh,
1: 105 BTUs for one
2: square
0: foot, foot
1: of
2: exterior surface.
0: Now we use 150 BTUs per square foot to melt snow. But explain,
2: um, like, as you went through the hard way to figure this part out, right?
0: Oh, yeah. You could, and it depends how they build the driveway, too. So if you're just putting down concrete and the pipe is an inch from the surface, you can kind of make that 105 BTUs work. Uh, but then you get a lot of clients calling you and they're saying, look, across the street, my neighbor's <laughs> driveway is nice and dry, and I, I mine's not done till the end of the day. So... Uh, if you use 150 BTUs a square foot, it'll it'll make up for a lot of uh, shortfalls in the toppings they put on top of the concrete as well, uh, interlocking stones. Uh, or if you get a slushy day rather than a snowy day, where it's just uh, really wet snow, uh, you're you can. So what go works a long way. better
2: than asphalt? Can you do it?
0: Uh, yeah, you can. You could do it in asphalt absolutely, but uh, just pour concrete. I would assume poured concrete would be no, but best. I,
2: well, do the poured concrete, and then I was going like, to put the asphalt on. I mean, it's a cheaper way to do it.
0: As long as it's just a solid mass. You don't want anything that's going to absorb water. We, we, uh, so we, pavers, though. We went through Papers. that
1: already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pavers are not good, then.
0: They're, they're okay. What's the type of sand they use? Um, polymeric. polymeric. Polymeric sand. Hydraulic,
3: whatever it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: so it'll harden or bond to the concrete, keep the uh, keep the sand between the paver and the concrete as minimal, as thin as possible, and it'll work. There's tricks to, you can idle the slabs to make it react quicker, but then your gas bill is quite a bit higher. Uh, so there's things you can do to make them work, even if they're not installed correctly, uh, but it comes to the cost Is this
1: purely 100% just luxury, or is this saving the environment by not salting or having to shovel, not having to plow?
2: Well, shoveling's not saving anything other than yourself. (laughs) Your body.
0: Heart attack. (laughs) Yeah. It is a luxury item. It's just
2: purely luxury, right? Totally.
0: Well, some people just don't have anywhere to get to shovel the snow to, so they, they have to... Melt it rather than sh- there's nowhere to push it to with the plow, and then there's safety issues. Ice. Not so much yeah. residents, but uh, yeah, a hospital entrance, uh, yeah. a driveway that uh, is steep to a garage door. You don't want to slide into that in the winter.
1: Are there rules regarding boulevards? Are you allowed to put the snow melt on a boulevard? Because technically speaking, that belongs to the city. Yeah, not...
0: you're not supposed to put it on the city right away. But uh, traditionally, we will put it there. We'll just isolate that loop. So if the city has to dig it up, you just shut off the one loop.
1: And has everybody ever put it in underneath the sidewalks?
0: Uh, we...
2: Public sidewalk? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's tried but I, don't sure know. They,
1: I don't think You've got a boulevard that. I just assume that your driveway is completely clear But then you walk down and the sidewalk's full of snow And the boulevard's full of snow And that would just irritate somebody who wants to spend the money To go with snow melt Wouldn't
0: it? The plow's going to push all the snow off the street right. there anyway Right? <laughs> that's true huh?
1: well, All the more reason why you probably put the snow melt there So it can melt that Because that's the hardest
2: part of shoveling snow Oh, well, that's going to be tough to melt You know, two feet Yeah <laughs> Of snow. <laughs> a block of ice. Yeah. You put some flamethrowers at the ends
1: or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so is, is it really... Okay, how expensive would a double car driveway to snowmelt?
0: I generally tell people that uh, uh, the cheapest snowmelt system, twenty five to $30,000, it'll get you 800 square feet, and then you're $20 a foot above that. The biggest residential boiler there is out there is about 400,000 BTUs, so... Once you go over that magic number, four
1: hundred thousand BTUs. Yeah. How big is that thing?
0: Uh, uh, physically, yeah, uh, it doesn't look much different than the uh, other wall hung boilers, right? Really? Yeah, three feet tall and a uh, couple feet wide.
1: Really? Yeah. It's just sucking more gas. That's all that
2: is. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> your gas bills through the
1: roof. Not eleven hundred
0: dollars a yeah. year. No, <laughs> what you <laughs> save no. it on the house, <laughs> you're spending on the drive. Yeah, you're if you're used to uh, heating your pool in the summertime, uh, then it's about the same gas bill in the wintertime to melt snow. So it's it's just a year round uh, gas bill instead of just the summer to heat your pool. That's
1: expensive. man. That's a lot of money. I'm sorry but that's a lot.
0: Of it's money. a it's a relative term if you <laughs> if, if you have a lot of money and maybe it's not yeah. such a bother, bother or burden. It's
2: a luxury, remember that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a luxury. It's money. It's the I guess the clients that have the lazy Susie driveways that are also snowmelt driveways. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. That's just too much money being spent.
0: I don't even know what a lazy Susie, Susie. <laughs> the, They have the
1: driveways that are lazy Susie. So when you park at home, it turns it around so you don't have to back up oh, your car. Oh, lazy
2: so a like a lazy Susan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. A driveway like spins that spins you around, spins the car
1: around so, so you don't, don't, have, you to don't r- have to do, do it. Do it. <laughs> <in> a, <laughs>
0: it's
1: like you think you're that's, Batman or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: You get some pretty bad driving if you can't back your car out of your own driveway. Well, yeah, I think it's wild. just
1: laziness. You don't yeah. want to back up in the morning <laughs> or something.
2: Bragging how much money you got. That, <laughs> that's showing off. That <laughs> is totally showing off, right? I like
1: HVAC guys that insist on putting a gas manifold in the HVAC in the mechanical room.
3: Yeah, Because like it's nice to bring system. the
1: main line in there and then actually have all your gas stove, your gas barbecue, uh, fireplaces, all separate. So if there's ever any service or any issue, you just shut it off and you treat it like you treat your plumbing, right? Yeah.
2: And everything's labeled what it is?
1: Yeah, because gone are the days of just like a dog's breakfast up in the ceiling where there's all kinds of yellow pipe everywhere or a hard pipe or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, if there's an issue, then you can just shut off the one appliance and the rest of your house. You still got your hot water and your heating and uh, shut off the fireplace if that's what's giving you the trouble, rather than closing everything at the meter and starting to open up walls and try to find out where the problems are.
1: How uh, you guys are all TSSA approved and everything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah so I just uh, I got a little story to share where I was doing a job in Roncesville, and the client didn't want like what's the standard now to run a gas line about 350 bucks or something like that? depending on how long of a run it is and how big the appliance is, right? It averages about 350 Uh, bucks. I always say the
0: average is 450, 500. So the
1: client didn't want to pay that. We did the gas work that we had to do for the stove in the kitchen, but then they wanted to add another gas line to go to the backyard for the barbecue. So once my gas person, my HVAC person did the stove, the very next day he showed up the client with his dad and started (laughs) cracking open the elbow and putting a T on and running a new line to the, and I just said to him, what are you doing? He goes, oh, no, no, don't worry. We'll take care of it. It's our house. We could do it. And I'm like, it's gas, man. What's wrong with you, man? Are you guys gas fitters? you guys certified? What, no, no, we'll, we'll take care of it. So I was just curious, and I went to the TSSA, and they didn't do anything about it.
0: I think you're allowed to do whatever you want in your own house. And
1: that's exactly what they said. Yeah. It's the it's, castle, right? Yeah. But, and then I said, what if they did something and the house exploded? He goes, well, then there'll be an investigation.
0: I think that's but, more of an insurance issue than yeah. a licensing issue.
1: I just I found it really surprising. I do th-
0: find it weird that anyone, first of all, would have the balls to do that. And, uh, unless you're experienced working with gas lines, right?
1: They, well, I mean, Jim, I'm sure you know this, right? There are certain clients that are just quite entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and they, it's their house, so they can do whatever they want.
0: Some of the stuff you see, especially with electrical, it's amazing what people oh. will do in their own house and think it's perfectly The Christmas tree, safe, the octagon, and... the valley of <laughs> octagon boxes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then you're demoing for the first day, and you open up the drywall, and you look at that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Octagon,
0: octagon, octagon. Uh. Dead rat. Octagon, yeah. octagon. <laughs> <laughs> They use <laughs> extension cords to wire behind the wall.
1: Right. Yeah. Zip <laughs> cords. All off. kinds of stuff. And yeah. I'm like, this is what burns homes down, man. And messing with gas, this is what causes an explosion. So please yeah. leave it to a, a licensed fitter, right?
0: Yeah, especially gas lines. It's uh there's a lot that can go wrong and and uh it's a big mistake. When it goes wrong, it goes big.
2: Every new house now we have to know. How many gas fireplaces, how many yeah. gas stoves, how many this, yeah. work, this, this, and this. So then Dan can call up the gas company and say, okay, we need a million BTUs well, coming Some in. of these
0: houses, yeah, yeah a million right. BTUs plus, right? Your melting snow, your domestic hot water, all the fireplaces. Are you actually getting up
2: to a million? And, oh, oh, yeah. On, we're on a million now. On the place you were at, we're up in, over a million. A million? Yeah.
0: But you have wow. a generator in there as well, and yeah. there there'll be three hundred thousand BTUs there. just there. The heater
2: for the pools. Pool heaters three hundred.
0: Holy yeah. cow! Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of gas. Then
2: you yeah. got two stoves or three stoves.
0: Yeah, he, he yeah. Three stoves. He has three stoves. <laughs> three Wolf um. stoves. <laughs> And all the goodies that go with that, too, right? But
1: That's So right. what's the Is the, the theory is that no homeowner is ever going to have every single appliance on at the exact same time using all that gas. So you won't you be st- consuming a million BTUs at any
0: time. You still cal- calculate it for that. You calculate it for you'd it. have to be having a hell of a party, party. and the <laughs> <Yeah>. power would <laughs> the go
1: The pool out. and the barbecues <laughs> and all the stoves and the generator, yeah. everything going off. A million
0: BTUs, man. What's that gas bill look like? Is it a phone book?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you can afford the appliances you can afford the gas bill
1: true true if you're looking at twenty thousand dollar appliances sure i think that would be it.
0: almost be the average
2: now it's close to a million BTUs for the places that we're doing
0: when you do the generator and the, yeah. and the uh, swimming pool heater yeah
2: yeah most homes we're doing now i mean now the pools are going in especially with covid you can't you know everybody wants a pool can't get a pool so i'm sure that's going to be happening generators we're roughing in all the time for the generators. Is it no, Like yeah. it's always just put just it in, rough it in, and then usually then then it's in as soon as the house is finished. What
1: generators yeah. are you guys using? I've I've done two Generac ones.
2: Yeah, that's what mostly they are. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're pretty cool. I remember doing the first test, and all of a sudden, shut it down, and then it just like clicks right in, and I'm like, wow. Yeah,
0: they come on every
2: Wednesday at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Are they for sump pumps mainly? They people worry about flooding. No, well, some pumps you can always do the redundancies,
1: right? So you'll have the battery back up. Oh, you'll yeah, have the, the Wi Fi notification. The battery
0: will not do it.
1: But no, there's a second one that you can get the whole package now. Okay, let's just pumps. say your
2: your 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 house, your your power's out for four hours. Two, three battery packs will not do it.
1: They won't survive, eh? Not
2: if the thing's pumping. Some of these houses that we've done, the sump pump runs twenty four hours a day. They got that much water going on down there? Yeah. Now, Alexandra. Like, a, I could show you a video of how much water is coming in on a Sunday with the sun blazing. No water out there. It's just pouring in. So it's just the
1: water table of where it was. Where built. The water table, yeah. That's all We it have is.
2: three, we, she's so worried about, she has three, our plumber put in three separate pumps. Now, the pit is three feet wide by six feet deep.
0: That's huge. Yeah. It's an indoor swimming pool. Yeah, indoor
2: swimming pool, yes. She's petrified. And when it pours rain, it pours in. Crazy. Do you, do you guys agree with some pumps? Well, I don't know what else can you... I mean, they're making you put them in.
1: I, that's what I mean, is they're making you put it in, right? But do you agree with it?
2: Well, the old days, they never had them.
1: No. Well, the theory is that, okay, let's bring all the rainwater into Into, our house that's waterproof. I know. And then let's shoot that rainwater out to a pipe. So it just recirculates.
2: (laughs) That's all it does. Just so then the
1: infrastructure of the city doesn't have an overwhelming amount of water in it.
2: That's the only reason it is.
1: So that's why I don't agree with it right because you're you're you've you're waterproofing a house properly so let's say you're you're doing the foundation properly you've got the weeper tile you're doing everything proper and then you're making the house building envelope tight and net zero and all this other stuff and now you're bringing water in and then you have a flood and then what happens right so it just says and then it doesn't go off what if it doesn't go off and kick in it
0: what's the what's the hydraulic way? pressure on the foundation like if you don't uh relieve that pre- is water going to find its way in if you don't have a sump?
1: If you got concrete and then you're actually putting a membrane and then you're putting drainage board and then you've got a gravel. Yeah, there is no pressure. There's, There's no, no, pressure. Pressure. It's There's no pressure. pressure, it's just There's no all pressure. As you got
0: the drainage wicking away. Yeah.
1: You're wicking where, away. Yeah. yeah. It wicks away from the foundation. Yeah. But then now you've consciously brought water into a dry area. And then that battery doesn't work. And that's where the problem that's where the failure is. Oh, so yeah. she's got three batteries? Or no oh, no, she has a generator. Three. That's why she wants the generator. Oh, so the generator just kicks in, and then it yeah. just takes care of it. Yeah.
2: If it if the generator failed and everything, she'd be done. It's a seven million dollar yeah.
0: house. Wow. That's called an indoor swimming pool. Indoor swimming pool it fills up, up yeah. the basement. There's got to be a better way. Well, that's the other uh, thing. I mean,
2: there's yeah. other places we have built too that you know are in, in areas like you know up here, like in Etobicoke, There's a lot of sand. You can put a sump pump in. It's dry as a bone. Yeah, like it'll never see water <laughs> ever because it just all percolates right through the through the sand. It does right? what it's supposed to do naturally. Because if if you have nice sand. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not everybody's not every place is like that. I mean, down downtown, there's a lot of clay, so the water just sits. Once you dig dig you know dig for the foundation, it rains. <laughs> you got your pool already. So you're pumping water out all the time, right?
1: I know that some pump's more of a plumber thing, but is there an item in the HVAC world that you're not really a fan of?
0: Uh, that the high-velocity <laughs> system is the one that That's I'm not one, a fan eh? of. Yeah, really, yeah I'm yeah? seeing more and more of those I'm not. Because they're not uh, really
1: efficient, right?
0: It's not about efficiency so much as comfort. They're noisy, they're breezy. They're, oh, really, yeah? Yeah, they're... I, I don't think it's a necessary corner to cut. People keep selling them as uh, compact and no boxing in your house, and it's just not true. You still got to put all that ductwork somewhere.
2: It usually goes in the attic, though, right?
0: Yeah, we hide them pretty good in the the homes we do with you, right?
2: Yeah, but the problem is that you
1: start building homes that have the height restrictions, so then you've got a flat roof. Where do you hide it there? You can't yeah. hide it there right
0: no. you got to get creative about your yeah. ceiling heights on the second floor to hide all that yeah, yeah.
2: Mm, it's a little challenging at that time right it's, yeah you know what if people would just give it up like you know when you do a 10 foot ceiling or a nine foot ceiling it's you're not going to notice six inches taken away no and you just drop the ceiling period like if you can talk them into that and they let you do that you can get the pot light pl- placement perfectly. You can get the ductwork hidden away. You can get all the other shit hidden away. And you can have your flat ceiling. Just give up that much. That's all you got to do. It's true. But you get it in their heads, but you're never going to notice a difference once it's painted.
1: Well, it's, it's like, okay, the friends and the family come over. We've got 10-foot ceilings. We have 10-foot ceilings on all three floors. Or You've got three floors? Well, why you have to walk three floors? I mean, who wants to walk three floors? That's just really insane. <laughs> Four floors, actually, technically, with the basement.
0: With the basement, yeah. Yeah, We've, we've done houses with basements under the basements, five <laughs> yeah. floors. Two basements. Really? A so bas- const- Basketball court down in the basement. Uh, what are you building, Jim? <laughs> That's not my, I haven't done that one yet. With A the, basketball yeah. court underneath
1: the basement.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. 11 foot, 12 foot ceilings have to be more.
0: 20 It's got to be taller than that.
1: Your net is 10 feet. 10 foot. feet, that's right. Yeah. So it's yeah. got to be like quiet down there.
0: It's a big cavern. It's. A <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. You don't hear the ball. Like like wood, hardwood flooring?
0: Like a rubber floor, like a, a gym floor. gym floor, yeah. And wow. Then one we're doing right now, all glass walls. Two-story tall wine cellar, 20-foot tall wine cellar, all glass wall. <laughs> what are we, beautiful. in Vegas
1: here? What's going on, man?
0: beautiful homes. Car elevators with underground garages.
1: So how do you heat those areas? Because you've got to heat and cool. No, you don't have to cool them. Or do you have to cool them?
0: Uh, very little air conditioning, but a lot of fresh air. You fresh air. So you still have yeah. to ventilate them. Yeah, when you get a big space like that, if you can use a radiant floor warming uh, for heating it, And then just move air for ventilation. What
1: about the whole carbon monoxide with the cars?
0: The cars, you got to put a CO system in those garages, yeah.
1: What's a CO system? Is it a whole separate system that's just basically sucking out the carbon monoxide?
0: Yeah, if the the alarm goes off, it just circulates the air really quickly in the garage, yeah. An exhaust fan and an intake.
1: Well, because, I mean, I'm assuming a car running for about five minutes is going to create quite a bit of carbon monoxide air, right?
0: If you're running your car down in the garage... Below ground, it's going to go off every time before you drive it onto the elevator and take it upstairs. It, it'll probably set up the, the elevator, the alarm. The car elevator. probably it, one know. of those, what do you call it, The lazy, lazy, lazy elevators <laughs> the, the car elevator
1: in the basement, it's underneath the basement. That's what a client yeah. has.
0: Yeah. Wow. We did a house with. You walk, you go down in the basement, you go into the washroom, and then there's a set of stairs that goes to a grotto underneath the basement floor that was a little swimming pool under the basement floor. It was pretty cool. How many square feet was this house? Uh, maybe 4,500, 5,000 square foot, but for still.
2: Just went deep.
0: <laughs> yeah, you go down. You're not allowed to go up, right? There's height restriction. Are there restrictions going down? There's no, no restrictions I guess
1: water down. table, that's the only thing that would... But even then, you could still build to stop it, but you'd be pumping it out. Well, all. the one
2: we were, I was just talking about with the, the sump pump going all the time. I mean, we were told that we were going to hit water probably around five or six feet, but we had an elevator in that one too, and then um, so we had to go down 12 feet. We hit it. as soon as the guy said there it was it was coming in but we just keep going going you know we had to de-water while we were while we were working we had all kinds of pits so we forced the water to go there so we could work
1: and you're pumping the water out pumping
2: the water out yeah just yeah constantly pumping the water out when the sunshine
1: and then what are you doing you're doing blind waterproofing at that point to get the uh, one
2: wall, we had to do a blind wall because we had shoring, so we had to shore, right? We were right up against the... Right I'm against fascinated the
1: that there's no restrictions going
2: down, no. but restrictions going up. That's right, there's no square footage ever worried about going in the basements. never
0: counted. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure what the fire code is too, I think when you hit five stories, do you have to... Um, Do fire rating of any kind vertically?
1: Uh, Oh, vertically! If you go above, it's four. Once you go past four, four, isn't it? it? Four. Four. You got to bring a sprinkler system in, and you got to bring a secondary uh, staircase to get out of the building, don't you? Exterior. Exterior.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Once you
1: go four, over four, and then you need an elevator,
2: right? I don't think there's anything for the bay. I mean, there's got to be something.
1: There's got to be something. I've never stepped. Like it's got to be a challenge for you to run mechanical because it's got to be most. It's all concrete to begin with. Yeah. The perimeter is concrete.
0: Oh, everything has to come up from thirty feet down and start to exhaust uh, in on the main floor. So yeah, it's really challenging to but find. There's going to
2: be a, sh- a riser there that just exhaust, right? You're going to have a
0: Well, no one wants to give up that uh, that space. square footage for your uh, vent pipes to come up a corner of a room, to. but you got to. Yeah, you yeah. got to find ways out of the pit to, and keep fresh air going in.
1: You know, let's talk about cars. What kind of cars were going up and down this elevator? <laughs>
0: as soon as the house is built, I never get to go back in. Yeah, they don't invite you <laughs> in for servicing. No, for servicing. My service techs get to go see the finished product. Yeah. Oh, I'd be curious.
1: Wouldn't you be curious on what kind of cars? Oh, are? Come
2: on. You just got you, you just know what they're going to be. Right?
1: Italian, <laughs> German. <laughs> oh man, that's interesting. Well, maybe one day. But you—that's how you got started, Jim. No, you did the one underneath. You went underneath the house, right? What do you mean? One of the first houses that that, that you did, uh, you went right through the house to go to the back to do the addition.
0: Yes. That's how your show started, wasn't yeah. it? That's yeah. how the that show house. started. Yeah. yeah. We had went to go right under the house. Were you ever on
1: the show?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah? I think I have. Was he on the show? Lots. Lots of times, eh? Well, I mean, you guys have been working how long now? 20 years. Probably came on right the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. yeah.
0: Been on a few times. Yeah. Talked about uh, Dryatron systems for indoor swimming pools. Tools, and, yeah. and, uh, on one of the shows, yeah.
1: That's a whole Actually, other world, right? Because you got to be careful about air movement in an indoor pool.
0: Yeah, he threw me under the bus on that show. Did he I th- throw you under the bus?
2: <laughs> well, what did you somebody, say,
0: Jim? In? I can't it's, remember. <laughs> he, he told me I wasn't allowed to Tell the client uh, what the dollar figure was going to be until uh, until the cameras were rolling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, you got to separate. So, but pool. there's a whole
1: other world. Like, I, I learned that when I was bidding on a job that had an indoor pool, and funny enough, in Lauren Park area, and he wanted to get rid of it to make it a studio. So, there was all the HVAC and all the bells and whistles for this indoor pool, but then we had to. Get change everything it. for his storage unit now, yeah and literally fill up the pool. So there's a bunch of stuff that had to be. But then when you're building a pool on the inside, HVAC is paramount because oh, it, if you just, don't do it right, you're literally going to eat the structure away from the inside everything out. Will rot, yeah. Everything will rot. Everything yeah. will rot. Right.
0: It's the chlorine in the air rots anything metal. So your dehumidifier, right? Yeah, the, you just got to handle the moisture in the air. Get you got to you're constantly taking the moisture out of the air dumping it back into the pool and the pool's constantly putting it back in the air you got to try and get the pool water temperature and the temperature of the room as close as possible but pool water is 85 to 90 degrees and your room is 75 <laughs> so degrees you gotta so you got to create a sauna that's what a drytron does it it constantly pulls that moisture out of the air and dumps it back into the pool this sounds cheap Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you can afford a pool in your Inside house, the house, you can afford the drive. You can truck. afford that. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense.
1: Uh, <laughs> what else clear. do we know about HVAC?
2: What, what else don't we know about HVAC? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: changing. Yeah, it is ground, yeah. uh, ground source heat pumps. Uh, yeah, there you go. You good. guys
1: good. ever get into geothermal? We've
0: yeah. done a few of them, yeah. It's what not are your a thoughts lot, on man. geothermal? it's uh it's brilliant if you can uh, do it if you're in the country and you can do uh, horizontal wells it's a lot cheaper than vertical wells and it'll pay for itself real quick
1: cuz i was told that it would actually take night your generation but maybe your children's generation will pay for it at the like by that time
0: not at you no mean, you mean as a payback yeah on as the, a payback on the system yeah uh the upgrade to a geothermal like a horizontal loop is going to cost you an extra forty thousand, and it'll pay for itself depending on the square footage like uh, in about five years really yeah very very quick payback
1: well a lot of the downtown structures now all the buildings are all going geothermal from the lake right
0: yeah, I, I'm told there's there's lake water being pumped right up through the city for commercial.
1: For commercial applications, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. The residential still the vertical wells, which are expensive.
1: Because you just got to keep on going further and further down because yeah. you don't, don't have, have the space, footage, right? right? That's right, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you got to create quite a bit of well system, right, For for that loop.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the math is, but you end up, for a regular house, you might end up with four or five vertical wells. They all have to be 10 feet apart, and nobody really has a backyard or front no. yard that big So here, So
2: here's, here's my thing, I guess. So you're going to save all this money doing geothermal, but what's powering it, the pumps?
0: Well, it's electric, right? They are- right,
2: so are you not, isn't it just a wash, you know, what you saved here? I just spent on spinning these pumps all day long with the hydro?
0: Not at all. No. no no mathematically it works out you're saving money even over like a high efficiency gas furnace
3: really really yeah
0: mm. ontario's we're going clean right your <laughs> your power comes from niagara falls or nuclear and um if you can do so if that's the case pumps. why
1: do we have some of the highest hydro rates in the country you're asking me i don't i'm asking you because i mean i I don't know if you know it but i always ask those questions but then i see an infrastructure of ttc streetcars all over the place that aren't the most efficient in my opinion and maybe that's contributing to why we have the highest hydro rates in the country we're paying for that i don't know we're paying for a lot of electricity but like you just said we have niagara falls
2: but we do we i mean there's brownouts every everywhere Why in the city now. Uh, yeah, Etobicoke has probably three or four brownouts a year, so or even three in the summer when everybody's got the air conditioning.
1: Technically, so. we should have clean energy. We should have clean energy, but we don't. Well,
0: we have clean energy. It's uh, the hydro from the falls is clean, right? Yeah. Just don't um, have enough. Yes, well, <laughs> we got to pay for those uh, pensions for all the retiring uh, <laughs> That's right. hydro guys. That's, hydro guys so. <laughs> That's where your money's really going.
1: Okay, so if a client comes to you and you guys start talking about HVAC, because we all know that HVAC is not the most beautiful conversation, it's not like talking about kitchen countertops and
2: uh, you know I I'm, how do you guys I sell might, them how I do might, you sell them I might disagree because I think now it's becoming is it I think so clients are getting that yeah, savvy I, that the, they want to have some conversations about the last really yeah the last conversation I went and had a potential client we're looking at it. it's a big job it's 15 16 thousand square feet and priced it all out and and um, so when i went and had my meeting with them i said look we need to talk about this age because it's you know it's like three hundred thousand dollars and she didn't flinch and she goes yeah i don't think you know what has been drawn up or engineered is is enough or is right and i was kind of surprised that you know she said that to me like oh she okay. knew that was coming, yeah. yeah and um and i said well I said that's, that's that's the reason why I want to talk to you because we don't think it's right either, and this is what we think. But that was a big topic of conversation right away. I mean, it does run the house, yeah, and it is it's a big ticket. So, you know, I think that would but be a I, big conversation.
0: If you're building a custom house, you've it means you've probably already lived in a few homes you were not comfortable in. Right. So you just want to make sure that your dream house is, you're actually going to be comfortable in it yeah. and you're not going to be up at night sweating you're el- yeah, in the you're summertime. Yeah, el-
2: your 11 bedrooms and your you know <laughs> 15 bathrooms. <laughs> 11 your- en suites.
1: <laughs> is it true that, I guess, when you get to that level, or even, I'm just thinking 3,000 or 3,500 square feet, most people, I'm surprised, don't even crack open the windows when they start changing from season to season. They just literally go from heating to cooling.
0: A lot of people just have the thermostat on auto and keep the house sealed up. You got fresh air from the HRV,
1: but isn't it nicer to crack Um, open all the windows? Come springtime or come summertime, and
0: well, not if you have allergies.
1: Oh, so true. people okay.
0: like to lock the, that house up and uh, clean the air, and they've got equipment that Dude, makes it really nice in there. You
2: can't open a window from your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I That's bet right. you any money, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. If you can open
1: up your front door, you can open up your garage, Jeez. it is coming. Windows are going to be Wi-Fi enabled. They will be, I guarantee <laughs> oh. Fine. I bet you they're doing it right now. Probably. <laughs> Amazon's listening right now. You're gonna, you're gonna get an email, Jim. Yeah. Here's a window, <laughs> Wi-Fi, <laughs> Wi-Fi enabled. Uh, so, so they really are. They because of the, those reasons, right? But uh, doesn't it feel stuffy inside? Like I, I don't know. I like fresh air, but I don't have well, allergies.
0: You're, yeah, if your HRV's bringing in that fresh air. Shouldn't? It's yeah. like a. It's an open window, and then uh, your filters are purifying it, and your humidifier is adding humidity, and it's coming to you. Perfect. So. Uh, the environment in your house is nice and you go outside and uh, have to deal with allergies or
1: so i get a lot of phone calls from some guys in india trying to sell me duck cleaning services <laughs> i'm sure that you guys have gotten these calls before because lots of guys And they're in these.
2: your area and they're I mean, in my I mean area do we
1: do we still have to clean our ducks i don't know if we do we have to I written, tell right?
0: people you should clean your ducts after you've done any uh, renovating or construction and then if you've got a good filter in there five inch thick filter MerV 11 to 13 yeah. no dust is getting to you yeah so I I don't uh, recommend duct cleaning after you've well done especially it. in a new
2: custom home you do not need it you don't need it unless the contractor cranks the thing up and uses it during construction we don't which you don't
0: yeah. You right. tape
2: off the vents and then you do. Well, construction. we don't even use it. We just use construction heat.
1: Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. So I can tell Govinder, I don't need this stuff then, right?
0: Uh, <laughs> but he's just around the corner. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> around <laughs> the corner in New
1: Delhi is where he's at. Okay. I just find it strange. But listen, yeah, going I, back,
2: going back to yeah. when be, with the construction heat and just to you know talk about these net zero ready homes that we did. We had a construction heater in the basement in the middle of the winter on um, 128, 126 Wimbledon, 45, 43,
3: 4,400
2: square feet. Yeah. How many BTUs on the heater? Uh, Is it a big boy or a small boy? No, it wasn't that big. It was just one of those beat up construction with the flame. Yeah. Yeah. The house was 70 degrees. So nice. eh? And. But there no duct no ductwork in the house. It was already drywall. That's, that's comfortable and construction working weather, right? So it was in the basement. What well, my point is, it got up right into the to the second floor the and everything. Yeah, and it was like seventy degrees, and the guys were working.
0: Yeah, you, in a lot of the homes once you've insulated them and sealed Done. them up, uh, you plug in an electric heater and, and you use go. it as a construction heater. Yeah,
2: so it's more than comfortable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you don't so have to
2: use, in. you know, the new furnace and everything else. You just wait, get it all in there, you don't have to clean anything.
0: If you are gonna move air with the furnace, make sure you keep that expensive filter in there and and save the furnace from yeah. all that dust.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the genius, the genius clients that change the stove hood last minute after all the HVAC's been done. And they, for whatever reason, were they at put a restaurant. In their super
2: sucker. And they yeah. put on <laughs> the,
1: the 1200 CFM, 8 inch or 10 inch. Oh, that rattles is... your brain, right, Dan? Because it affects HVAC now.
0: Yeah, you're going to put a 1200 CFM negative pressure into that house every time you turn it on. But how often are you cooking with and turning that fan right Fish. up to 1200, right? Fish. Fish. You're usually. <laughs> <laughs> Fish.
2: <laughs> Shoot it up to your neighbor. That then knows him. we're doing. He's going to be doing that. He's because going to be doing will. fish? He
0: cooks, right?
2: The hood's 11 feet wide. The hood's 11 feet wide. He's got a 5-foot. He's got a 60-inch wolf and a 48-inch wolf, side by side. Then a...
0: Two fans, th- That's right? a turbine. And
2: then a
1: and
0: walk then, thing, right? And then another, a third hood, yeah. Over and that's got, got, got what, an
1: 8-inch or 10-inch duck line? 10
0: 2, 10 inch and ten then ten. an 8 inch over the island But yeah. that affects
1: yeah. your HVAC, right?
0: Hugely, yeah. oh yeah The, the air's got to come from somewhere you, Don't
1: you have to do a, what is it, a compensating damper or something? So when they use it, it closes parts of the house Or how does that work?
0: You just open the front door
1: to the house whenever you want to turn the exhaust fan on. But, but, you, but if you don't open it before you turn it on, you won't open the yeah. door because it won't allow well, you to open you the door. You won't be able to all close fur- it again. All the furniture yeah. will be stuck in the fan. But that's basically yeah. what happens. People yeah, don't understand that that's what happens.
0: You know, some of these homes we put in makeup air systems, so yeah. they actually are... Bringing, and whenever you turn that fan on high speed, uh, uh, another fan comes on, drags in air from outside, conditions it, dumps it into the return air system, and then your furnace delivers it to the house.
1: I get it. Pretty techy, eh? It is. It's hugely techy. That's how I, I learned that from why the... Um, What's that thing coming into buildings? The, the, the door, the revolving door. What revolving, was it called? Right,
0: yeah, yeah. A revolving door. A revolving door, whatever.
1: That, that was designed based on large-scale HVAC designs. Because if you don't have a revolving door and you got the HVAC system going on, there's no way physically you can open up a swing door. The only way you can get into a structure is by going a revolving right, door because okay. you're not the breaking the vacuum. And that's where it came from. But nobody mm-hmm. ever wants a revolving door in their home.
3: <laughs> hey, well, i think there's a joke the first. There somewhere <laughs> i'm sure somebody's going to be doing that but yeah. but
1: yeah it's funny that they and you're right do you really need that 1200 cfm hood like i don't know why you need it
0: yeah it's usually three four hundred is, is more fine, than enough, right? more than enough. 600 is ridiculous and some of these are 12 and up so it's bigger's
1: insane. better come on not necessarily, <laughs> not necessarily. Smarter is better. True. Right. If it's big, sure. If it's small, yeah. if design, it's smarter,
0: design it properly. And yeah, yeah,
1: that's all it is. I've yeah. always referred to the HVAC design. Whenever there's any questions, I'm like, what's the design that I know that you guys have modified it as you go as you're building, but it's a nice blueprint. It's a nice starting point. It's a nice foundation. But at least if you have all the information, like you said, the clients need to give up what they're thinking appliance wise it's important to know the size of the appliances, the consumption of the appliances. We well,
0: you get into big trouble with the uh, fireplaces uh, when you did bring these houses under negative pressure. Yeah. Um, if it's a wood-burning fireplace, it just draws all that air Forget down the it. chimney. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we recommend that you do a sealed combustion fireplace. But a lot of these people are putting in gas logs in these fireplaces and then churning on their kitchen exhaust while they're having a party. and. All the fumes that's supposed to be going out the chimney are coming into the house. And...
1: Because that's what's going to happen. You've got a hole in the chimney in the fireplace, and now you've got a, a machine that's basically a huge vacuum, yeah. and it's just going to suck all that. And then yeah. there. why is the house all smoky? Why is there fire? Like, why is it? Yeah,
0: why does it always smell like a fireplace yeah. in your house? Because yeah. well, the air's the, the chimney. Because yeah. your house is the fireplace. Yeah. Is... Yeah. But you get the gas fireplace uh, where you're required to bolt the damper open on the fireplace because it's a gas log set in a and traditional fireplace. they're all sealed fireplace. now. They're all sealed. And it's, if you're not using the sealed fireplace, that's cold air just falling down that chimney yeah. all the way along. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just And it's a, they love the look of it. And it looks fantastic, but it's negatively efficient.
2: Go electric. Fireplaces,
0: yeah, the romantic you know, side you know, you of it. You can still go gas. No, now you can. Combustion. You can put.
2: You can plumb them, and they'll have steam, and the steam looks like a <laughs> <laughs> like smoke. No,
1: yeah. I can't. I I can't seen, do it. Yet. I can't do the electric. I can't. I can oh. barely. I like the wood burner, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go get the white brawn hood fan. From Home Depot and put that in there that's, with three speeds, you know what I mean? That's all it is. That's all you need. That's yeah. all you need, right? Four inch line.
0: No, it's True. not. No,
1: I'd, I'd upgrade a tiny bit more than that, but not, not a 1200 CFM. That's just that's
2: insane. Dude, that's what people put in. This is, what we, this is what we go and put in for people. But most restaurants don't even have that. And, in, and most of the people <laughs> won't even use it.
1: So it's just a show off? Does it frustrate you, Jim, when you put in this beautiful kitchen and nobody cooks?
2: <laughs> I don't cook that much, so it doesn't frustrate me. But I mean, hey, I mean it's it's good for us. We just you know built a beautiful home, and we get to you know go and get our bragging rights. I mean, the house that we're doing now for this for this client, he's going to use every bit of. He's a cook. He's a he's chef. a cook, and yeah. yeah, like this his whole front of his existing house the addition we built on was just a family room for him but the existing part of the house is all kitchen wow. and that's the 11 foot you know range with the hood and, the, and then he's got that other thing that island where to tap a tap a neck what do you got oh uh no, no uh, japanese, japanese thing, thing. Yeah. yeah the
1: japanese cooking area yeah, yeah, know yeah he's about. got that too you dan you ran all the gas for that yeah,
3: yeah. Oh yeah, uh,
0: yeah. 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 A lot of gas lines in that house. Then so we brought it?
2: another air conditioner. Yeah, <laughs> the guy thought it was the air was it was not going to be cool enough when he's cooking.
0: Just an air conditioner blowing on him while he, he cooks.
2: Cooks. Kind of like the one you like, talked about. Really. Earlier, yeah. Up in the ceiling.
0: Yeah. That's his hobby. That's what he loves to do. So. That's his hobby. What yeah. was the size
1: of the gas line that you brought into the house? Two inch. There's oh. a
0: two-inch main
1: down a the main. side of the house, yeah, yeah
0: that goes to see it to all the stuff. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. that's
1: massive, man. Yeah, yeah. And I've been to that house, and it's not a massive house, no, right. But that's that's that. That must have been tricky to run all your lines in there.
0: No, it's not too bad. You use that Diamondback uh, flex lines to all the appliances off the okay. set up a manifold and and run from there.
1: Nobody's doing hard pipe anymore.
0: No, Just you're bringing main and and hard pipe. Just because it'll carry more gas than the flex lines. Okay. Uh, but so we usually do our main uh, black iron to the manifold and then run out with Diamondback or flex line. Yeah, I you do got, like the
1: flex line. We
2: got a 400 amp service coming in this thing too.
1: He's upgraded to commercial now. <laughs> what is he using all the power for? Not for the cooking.
2: Yeah, he has to have it. Everything is power in that house.
1: 400 amp service. That's commercial. He's upgrading yeah. to commercial. So he's
2: got. So we we worked it out. He's got 280, 280 amps. So there's no three. Come inside the house. If again, if he turns everything, everything on, on at the same time, which I still don't. Get, but we were told that he had to upgrade. It's going
1: to be like a Christmas vacation house, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) He's got power bollards out there so nobody can steal his cars. They pop up three of them.
1: Are you kidding me? He's got those things?
2: Oh, yeah, (laughs) man. Yeah. Yeah. How are they working? Power electrical? I don't know, but you know, who knows? The way they've been put in probably won't work. (laughs) 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 We don't, uh, the the guy who's doing all that work that's a different story. That's yeah, a different it's podcast. A whole, it's a whole other podcast. But how does <laughs> they, they work
1: by electricity? Yeah.
2: Or hydraulic? Or I, I don't know how. No, I had them brought in from China. I had to go pick them up. And, um, how much do they weigh? Well, they, they looked pretty, heavy. Yeah, they're pretty right. heavy. So there's three of them. Wow. Yeah. And then he'll, he'll just,
0: shh, this thing and pump
2: Three boom, of them boom. will come right up. Yeah.
0: He needs a bigger garage, is what he, I. He's know, just right? got the one car garage. That's the,
2: the guy's got everything. He's just got his G wagon, and uh, he's got the, he just picked up his porsche and, and his brother across the street's got his Ferrari and <laughs> eight cars, and, and his brother's building a new house, so it's going to be up there, another 8,000 square foot place. Probably it's going to be the double basement because he needs yeah. a place for eight cars. elevator. He's got
0: to put his toys down under he's underground got
2: to there. get his toys down. Yeah. So I saw the property. he's yeah. bought it already, it's all ready to go.
1: And no fit? Like, is it 8,000 square feet or is it... Oh, no, of...
2: it's just to tear it
1: down And then make an 8,000 square foot house on huh? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: You guys are bidding on it? Oh, no, he's still a year away from even getting drawings. Oh, okay. Hired Lauren Rose, I think, You um, know who we do a lot of work with. And then I think they're also working with another big international design firm. They're working hand in hand together with it, so be interesting. So, so the word is. So I mean, I don't know exactly. Be interesting. Don't know if we'll. I might be retired by the time it comes <laughs> up.
1: Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully,
0: yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Uh,
1: uh, I guess. I guess. Just to wrap it up here, Dan. Like, uh, what do you think of all the young guys coming in? I'm assuming that all your offspring—they're hardworking but what about the guys in general in the industry because i know i know that jim and i we've had this conversation a few times we're probably going to do a podcast where most of your team is up in their you know their age bracket right and but you've got a lot of young guys and it's funny that i was asking you about ig and social media and you don't play that game but a lot of guys that are in their 20s and now pushing their 30s play that social media game what are your thoughts on those young guys
0: like I said, most of our uh, guys are our own kids. And uh, our trade in particular is uh, because of all the licensing you need, you've, you've, you've got to be smart, you got to know what you're doing. Uh, now with the, all the hydronics that we get into and the pump stations and how that all interacts, it's an interesting trade, and these kids are s- smart and they're, they're very engaged. They're not doing it. Thinking this is sort of an, an easy life, I can I can go. No, HVAC uh, is difficult. It is a it's a real
3: trade. Uh, it's a,
1: that, a thinking a thinking
3: trade. trade. Yeah, yeah, it really is.
1: Yeah, it's a serious thinking trade.
0: Yeah, if you don't if you don't want to go to work and and apply yourself, it's the wrong trade. You got to really apply yourself and um, take courses. It costs uh, money to, to to get your gas fitter licenses, so you got to be serious about it. And really apply yourself. They're smart kids, and they um, uh, they seem to be really enjoying it. Like they uh, you learn really really quick whether or not you're gonna make it. Um, yeah, you got your You're your,
2: your, yeah, your boys are good. It's fun to watch them, and because they are young and they have the the right attitude of, of you know of the older of the older guys, right. But, the, they're, the, but they're there. But they got. They're there. That's they got why. The old man there. They're right there. Right, right they got to <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and I and I got my theories, but I'm assuming you and the boys and the siblings, you guys are all Milwaukee Tool boys. <laughs> I'm assuming. There's a lot of Milwaukee what, tools. What's a tool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys have to be red. No. Of course. H uh, HVAC H is red. That's just how it is. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. I was just curious. About I don't that. know. Is
0: that your sponsor? Is that no, why? it's not. It's oh, not okay. actually, right? But <laughs> no. I, I have my
1: theory. I have my theory about which trades use which brand tools. And I have yet to meet an HVAC person who does not use Milwaukee.
0: I think I see the guys with DeWalt, so I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. hire them. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's just Are you me. He's got
2: a lot of Milwaukee. I see a ton of red from
0: you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, all the
1: yeah. pressing now, right? So all the, uh, I mean, that stuff is all impressive. I love all that stuff now.
0: Yeah, we're using the probe press. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and
1: Milwaukee's kind of got that corner, right, regarding all the fittings and everything. So, or all the yeah, the, the clamps, right? The
0: clamps, yeah. It makes for a really nice, clean yeah. system. Uh, is a bit of an investment up front, but then the jobs go quicker. They, uh, they look way, way better as you well. You
2: guys still solder?
0: You have to sometimes, sometimes so you, eh? you do a little bit of everything. I, I don't know. It's on the,
2: on, usually on the AC. Unit, on the AC so. lines you solder.
0: Yeah, your Silfloss soldering on the ACs and then regular solder on the on the plumbing lines plus the ProPass. When
1: was the last time, Jimmy, you saw a plumber pull out the torch? Yeah. Oh, jeez. They don't do it anymore, right? It's yeah. in the van.
2: Everybody's all packs. It's
1: all packs,
2: eh? Yeah. Crimp, crimp, crimp. Yeah. There's something nice about it. I just don't smelling. like when the pex comes out of the wall for the toilet. Oh, and they I don't can't stand in. that. I hate that. I can't, it just I, looks I, flimsy. Yeah. I asked our guy to put the copper stuff out. Give the me copper cup, stuff. Me the up. Copper up. Yeah.
1: Or even go yeah. a step further and just get the Kohler, uh, the angle supply, and just pop that in there with the NPT. Uh, that. Yeah. That's all. But that's not the plumbing question. Okay. So, Dan, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, so, Tropical Heating and AC, com. And
2: I got this Watch, little, watch for Instagram someday. No, oh, someday <laughs> the kids, what the, the kids, kids will take it. it. Yeah.
1: So we'll we have got the twelve questions of construction for you, right? So uh, again, we, I didn't
0: study. No, there's no study yeah. here. There's no right and wrong. <laughs>
1: These are really simple questions. We just want to have some fun here. Dan, what is your favorite construction word? <laughs>
0: it's it's four letters <laughs> but it starts with f like not H. everybody beats me to that one man we're getting to that what
1: is your least favorite construction word
0: uh extra <laughs> what's turn... also four letter word it? it can be a four letter word yeah.
1: what turns you on in construction
0: uh new stuff looking at the uh, the new, new technology tech. coming yeah. in yeah there.
1: I guess we, last year we missed, uh, uh, what was the, uh, the HVAC plumbing show? PMX? Uh, uh, no. Was it last year? I'm trying on blank. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, isn't it Pierre PM? No, PMX. No. What the hell is it? PMS. No, PMX. <laughs> no, no, it's not PMX. <laughs> <laughs> every two years. Every two years. What the hell is it? It's the HVAC show. Mechanical? S- no, it's a mechanical show. Yeah. I've been to it a couple of times, uh, but it's only I, every tw- two years. But I think we missed it either this year or we missed it last year. If it was this yeah. year, it didn't happen.
0: I stopped going to shows years oh, ago. Oh, really? Huh? <laughs> so where yeah. are you
1: getting all your tech information from? The kids?
0: The kids are suppliers uh, as well. You know, all these uh, pieces of equipment are now variable speed. Even the air conditioners are all going modulating, variable. But the it's,
2: manufacturers, got to be the, they're upgrading you all the time too, right? Constantly, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah they're... Lennox is very very good. Yeah, keeping you up to speed with the courses and yeah, because they're making
1: their products better, right? They have to. They have to maintain them. What turns you off in construction?
0: Nothing. Nothing
1: turns you off in construction?
0: Parking. Parking Mm. in Toronto. Parking's a pain. It is.
1: Parking's a pain. (sighs) Yeah, we don't like that one. What is your favorite curse word? It could be on its own or in a phrase.
0: I don't curse. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle? Car, truck, bike, boat, whatever.
0: Oh my, uh, the Ford F one hundred and fifty. He's a Ford guy, isn't yeah? that? Ford guy. <laughs> What's your They're least favorite?
1: <laughs> What's your least favorite vehicle?
0: My shoes. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> <wants to> walk? <laughs> what construction
1: sound or noise do you love?
0: Uh, The lunch truck when the (laughs) The horn blows.
1: I haven't heard one of those in a long, long time, (laughs) and I do crave their veal sandwiches. I must admit. Yes, I
0: like Pavlov's dog when that horn sounds. (laughs) Gotta go get my cookie.
2: (laughs) Get your cookie. I used to get those hot honey buds.
0: The honey buds.
1: Oh, you know that one day they will disappear, huh? Yeah. They will disappear, those trucks. I'm sorry to say, um, but they will. Are you
0: allowed to have one with COVID these days? I don't think Probably so. Don't that, right?
1: Same with the guy who does the scale, all the sharpening. That guy's yeah. going to disappear He's one day. He's still around. I saw one, I saw one <laughs> yeah. recently. Yeah. yeah. But they're going to disappear too. About 150
0: years old. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what construction sound or noise do you hate? Construction noise do I hate?
3: Hmm. Uh,
0: that, that, uh, homeowner coming into the job site <laughs> screaming yelling, no i'm kidding
3: <laughs> i was no, waiting not. for something good <laughs> nothing
0: no 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 uh, what's the hate about construction noise ask jim <laughs> those those kids playing their radios so loud all day on the site right yeah
1: that makes no sense because playing that's dangerous head. yeah, yeah. Uh, what profession other they, than your own would you like to attend?
0: Woodworking. I always like uh, yeah. the carpenters that frame up the houses and, and even the finishing uh, woodwork. Love the smell of the work uh, wood when they're cutting wood on oh. the site.
1: Yeah. I was doing poplar all day today. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I was covered in it. That doesn't have any smell. Poplar? Does it? Are you kidding me? Try ripping that on a saw and a miter and a yeah. router, a trimmer.
2: Cedar? I, like with five I love minutes. Smell of cedar. I'm like stuffed up. Eyes are watered. I love cedar. Yeah, I mean, it smells great, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What profession would you not like to do? (laughs) HVAC. It's time for a break. (laughs) Can I
0: get out of this one?
1: (laughs) No, it doesn't have to be construction related. It could be anything. What profession would you not like to do?
0: Male stripper would just you know that would <laughs> I know Jim would be good at it. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. It's not well he's thing. he's twice Sunshine Boy. You know it. what I mean? Is he really? He's twice Sunshine Boy. <laughs> runner up,
2: runner s- up before the year I'll <laughs> have you I'll know. know you that, huh? <laughs> oh.
0: Now you're dating yourself. I'm still kidding. Sunshine <laughs> Boy, they don't still do
3: that, do they?
1: I don't know. I haven't uh, cracked open that. Do they still do it? I don't know. I don't know. And the last question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
0: Welcome. <laughs> <on in. laughs> Hopefully,
1: Dad, thanks so much, man. I always love talking HVAC. Honestly, I like learning new things and trying new ideas. And you guys have a solid crew, right? So, everyone, check them out: Tropical Heating NAC Triple Thank you.
2: Anything else you want to add, there, Jim? No, that's uh, no, it's great I think it's, it's, it's good that we need to talk about more of the mechanical side of, I like that you said that clients that. were actually bringing
1: up this conversation Yeah,
2: no, they are They're getting more and more into the job, I guess Or just the information's out there, right? So they know, I mean, everybody wants to come It really boils down to the comfort of your home
3: Yeah, it's important
2: And if, and if you're going to go spend a million bucks on a house Then got to work
0: yeah, I'm, I'm glad when they go on the internet and do some research and actually have questions. Uh, uh, some people hate that, uh, but I like it. I like it when they uh, discuss they, options. Yeah. What, what's yeah. the best way to handle when this house? What's out there and, yeah, and for sure. just want some good advice. And
1: cool. Yeah. All right. So catch Jim on IG. So it's Jim Carrick on IG and then also CarrickHall.com. No, Carrick Hall Construction. No, Carrick what is Hall. it? Yeah. yeah with you. I'm asking you. So we're at Carrick Halls, but it's carrickhall.com. Right. And then it's also on IG, Carrick Hall Construction, right? On IG. Yep. That's what it is. Okay, Dan, thanks very much. Thanks, Jim, very much. And uh, we'll tune in next time. Next week. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, next week.
2: All right. Take care. Out of here now.